Hi, I'm the person who's going to bring back the meme. I like turtles. Back into the lexicon, Annie. <laughs> I don't know as many memes as Annie, so I'm Minty. And this is Fun Title, where we serve every podcast with an FU. So we're going to react to episode 9 of Yashahime, and I know Annie's got her problems, so let's start with the pros before people start t- tuning out. I don't know. If someone said that Yashahime is written badly, but it's fun to watch. And I want to meet this person. Sit them down and poke their brain. I mean, gambling's fun. And with every episode, you take a gamble of learning more about the original cast of Inuyasha. This one we um, didn't pay all. Oh, I mean... We busted. <laughs> this is when you put all your money on all the numbers in roulette and then you get the zero. <laughs> I think one pro that I do like is that because the demons are technically from China... Which is the mainland. Oh, um, is that what they meant? Yes. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. They kind of have new powers, so it's like a new dynamic they bring in. But then you do have to ask, how come the other perils can't use these clearly overpowered spells and magic powers? Did your pro turn into a con? I would say it's a pro and a con. A bane and a boon. Yeah, um, what else? Look, we're at episode 9 of Yasehime, and the fact that we almost have no answers to any questions. Every time we think we have an answer, it opens up three more questions. To be fair though, I don't think we were expecting an answer until like later into the series. Because I feel like Yashahime should have developed them more yeah. and then get into like the plot and the mystery that everybody's watching for. But I feel like they did too much teasing and now they're just not doing the payoff yet. So it's like, why don't we build them up and like them first before we touch anything about Inuyasha? We're just going to go from beginning to end for this episode because I have a lot of comments <laughs> and they need to be heard. Alright, go for it. Alright. First off, the biggest thing is, they copied Shippo's past almost like verbatim. Almost. Even Shippo's dad had a little protective spell that protected his son from the bad guy. Oh yeah. So the the whole thing is there's a turtle boy, his father, even though his unpenetrable armor got cut by a sword in order to make a suit of armor. So it's like, huh, I guess it's not that unpenetrable then. And I know what you're going to say, it was Chinese arts that he removed it. Well, why didn't he use that Chinese kung fu when he was fighting against the sun? Because clearly he can cut the armor. You know what I don't get is, um, Kanton is from China. See. Si. Then, like, did 10 years ago he come to Japan, killed a dad, and stayed in Japan? Well, or 50 did he go years. Back- I think he's only following him for 10 years. No, 50. He's 50 years old. Oh, okay. Then fucked up yo, then. I'm just saying, I- then I don't see why Kanton would stay in Japan for 10 years. I guess to work with Kieran Mayu. Because clearly Kieran Mayu, Tiger Good Lady, and Boy Pig was in Japan. Okay, but then aren't they all from China? Sorry, I'm all hung up on this. Go on with your crap. This, you, I know you got a lot more to say. I just think it's... You cannot steal the whole Shikon Jewel and the Seven Pearls and then go rip off Shippo's path. That's stupid. And then we get to the crux of everything that made me so upset is that Moha knows that Setsuna and Tor are her cousins. Yeah. 
That, I don't know why. That doesn't... Uh, like, okay, that's just another mystery. But the part that pissed me off the most that Minty is dreading because I paused the episode and threw a fit is the relationship between Moha and Tora. Now, remember, everyone, because the show um, wants you to notice, Tora is the main character. But I swear to goodness, she's the most unlikable shit ever. Because in the beginning episodes, they agree Moha would help out Setsuna and Tora because, you know, it's a give and take. They'll help with the bounty hunting, Moha will help with the dream butterfly, yada yada. But then all of a sudden, Tora's like, and Moha, we don't actually really want to help you. I want to do my own thing. So then Moha goes flying off with Takechiro and we look into Moha's whole thinking of, oh, you know, they don't know it, but we're actually cousins and I actually want to make a relationship because it's very hard living alone as a fourth demon. Like, everything's hard. You get all the racism from being a demon, but you get none of the powers. And then the show did the most dickest thing that Tor could have ever done is Tor being like, By the way, old guy, how can I achieve my goal that Setsuna does not give a shit about to get the dream butterfly? And he's like, oh, well, you need to get um a reward, you know, put a bounty on the dream butterfly and people will hunt for it. Tor's like, okay, cool. I'm going to run to Moha. I'm not even going to tell Moha, like, I want the bounty. I'm just going to let her think, oh, we're friends now. And I'm just going to help her out as a friend. Thus, really fucking over her relationship with Moha because based off lies now. And it's just, Tor is so unsympathetic. Nothing she does makes sense. She's just that tomboy girl who does Desu-X Machina powers. To be fair though, it was Setsuna who said the lie. But Tor didn't stop her. Yeah. It's like, what is... Setsuna has shown a lot more affection towards Moha than Tor ever has. Because Tor only cares about Setsuna. She doesn't care about anyone else. Has the- Setsuna shown any affection towards Moha? I'm just saying she's shown more than Tora. Like, there's a lot of scenes where Setsuna seems to be more concerned about Moha in battle. I guess so. Like, it's, it's very small scenes. Like, I know people on Tumblr, like, fuss over it, so that's how I know. But I guess this could be easily overlooked. Like, in the past, Setsuna has called Moha reliable. Meanwhile, I don't think I've ever seen Tora and Moha have an interaction. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So it's just like, I w- like make a goddamn relationship between your three characters that's pretty strong and sturdy before you make it all about, hey, who cares about these three characters? It's the tease. It's the learned mystery of the old cast. Like, even now in episode 10, we cannot Nine. get... No, episode 10, the preview with the oh, snakes. Okay. We cannot get rid of the mystery of Shishomaru. We cannot just focus on the sisters. Doesn't Inuyasha have that mythology in their series too? About the two brothers having to eat each other? Another one of those throwaway episode kind of things. Uh, I vaguely remember it. It's just every week, Yasehime just hisses me off. And honestly, I don't know anyone who watched the show for Tora. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure this show is made for the people who want to see more Inuyasha. But I've seen a lot of people like uh, Moraha, and I've seen some people like Setsuna. Who likes Moraha and Setsuna? A lot of people like Moraha. Why? A lot of people... I, I, you'd be surprised how many people are watching the show just for Moraha. Are they watching for Moraha, or are they watching to see the domestic life of Inuyasha and Kagome? I think they like seeing Inuyasha and Moraha. I'm not going to dissect these people on Tumblr. <laughs> 
But like there was this whole Twitter thing like um oh I only watch Yasuhime for Moha because she steals the show. I don't like Moha. I like Moha a lot. Oh. I mean we we both look for different characters. That's why I like Inuyasha. You like Shishomaru. You know what's another thing that was kind of weird was the whole stealing demon energy. Like that was never a thing in Inuyasha. So where did it come from? It feels kind of like RPG. Yeah. Like as if they have a. A finite source of demon energy, specifically. I would understand if it's stamina, but it's not. Like, this isn't magic. It's just part of your powers. What kind of irritates me is that they're relying way too much. Every battle seems to be relying more on Tora's ability to steal demon power. Like, I guess transfer demon energy. Also, here's another thing about Kontan that bothers me. Is that he was super strong compared to the other two pearls. And he didn't even use his rainbow pearl. Oh, yeah. He has the green one, probably. Green with disgust. Wait, if he's not a turtle, what is he? A dragon? I, I think he's a dragon. He had a tail and horns. Yep, so did the turtle. Well, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't, I don't remember that picture where they showed all the pearls, and I only know that we're missing the one that's just like a circle with legs. Kirby. <laughs> so, I feel like there's a lot of things where the writer of this, of Yasehime, he kind of wants to keep the staples of Inuyasha, but doesn't know what they are, so he can't branch away from the same gimmicks over and over again. Fair enough. Um, I really have nothing else to say about this episode. I mean, the only thing that I... There's an observation I made earlier today was I think Yasehime is written this way because Inuyasha was a series based off a of manga, Every week you need a new chapter, so there needs to be a cliffhanger after the chapter so people keep reading. But meanwhile, Yasuhime is an anime where they plan all the stories all at once. So when you plan a manga, it's kind of like, oh, I need to, there to be a payoff next chapter or soon, or else people won't pick up the next chapter. But for the anime, it's kind of like, oh, we already got paid for 24 episodes up front. So it, it's okay if like the first 12, it's all built up and only like the, maybe the last episode, that's where the payoff happens because we already got paid for this and we have all the story in general. So we know it's going to pay off in the end. That's true, and I think it's easier to keep up with an anime, but it's so much easier to drop a manga because reading manga takes up so much time and energy compared to just watching something. Yeah, so I think that's why, like, um, I would say you shouldn't, we shouldn't judge Yasehime this harshly, but at the same time, this is just all such bad writing. Also, here's the thing that we pointed out. What is... Moha constantly have to say, with this rouge, I become Benny Yasha. Because the show is for seven-year-olds. It's that combination of, like, being good for the new audience, which is the children, and still being good for the old audience, which is the fans of Inuyasha. And because kids are stupid, you have to repeat this shit over and over again. That's the jacked up thing. Animes lately has been kind of made so that way kids can just jump into the series at any episode. That's why in every episode you have to have the names of the characters. You have to have that's um Moha, that's Tora, that's Setsuna. But there's no way you can jump into Yasehime and be invested if you don't know anything because then Tora's just going to be dropping about this dream butterfly you have no idea about. Oh, yeah. And isn't it weird that the first statement that they had in this episode was a very Tale of Two Cities kind of first sentence? Oh, they had this in a lot of episodes. It's weird. I don't like it. Oh, no. I I feel like Kagome had one, but it wasn't the whole love and hate, joy and whatever. 
Well, I didn't get it was dream and reality. I was like, who's living the dream? Rin. Toa? <laughs> Rin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you... Okay, Rin's backstory. She's a poor-ass girl who was starving. And she died. And she died from wolves. Never forget, Rin was killed by Koga's wolves. <laughs> this is a fucked up thing if you think about it. And now she's in a tree. Yeah, now, now she's living the dream. Doesn't have to work a day in her life. Always, you know, she doesn't have to eat anymore. Is that the work we all try to avoid? I think that's the American dream. We don't eat. <laughs> that's like every apocalyptic story. It's, um, we've gone to pills now. Oh, I would just kill myself if I had to eat Soylent. You know, that drink that's supposed to have all your nutrients. Yeah, a meal substitute drink. Oh, I'm gonna go. I gotta go lie down now. <laughs> okay, um, so I guess we'll just wait till episode 10 and build more of the sisters' relationships. I'm gone. How's the podcast? Oh, I'm better with you gone. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, thanks guys. Bye.